0: On this episode, I've uh, I have cl- yeah, I've claimed the uh, master's degree in astrology for quite some time. <coughs> so, because at my age, that's all you got is the degree, you don't got any proof. <laughs> no, that's not true. My wife has definitely proof, but uh.
1: Um,
0: yeah.
2: hello everybody and welcome back to another edition of no country for old mark and juan i am your host mark pearson and this is my heavy breathing co-host juan smith
0: santos santiago whatever
2: whatever not buttercup today though no no well real quick before we get down to things I was going to say business, but let's get down to business. Uh, Please write us a review. I would really appreciate that. Uh, Hit us up on Facebook.com slash NoCountryPodcast. uh, On Instagram, at NoCountryPodcast. On Twitter, at Podcast underscore underscore Country. That always trips me up. You can also email us at NoCountryPodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to be really awesome, you can leave us a voicemail at 346-291-0050. Now that that's out of the way, first I want to give an update. Um, thank you to everybody, all uh, the listeners out there, who uh, gave us feedback or some sort of response on the podcast, the bonus episode we did a couple weeks ago about uh, abuse. I've had a few people reach out saying that you know they were abused. Juan had some people reach out to him talking about their experience with abuse. I'm glad it really encouraged people and helped people, and I uh, also had one person two days ago actually or two or three days ago uh send me like a, an article which i will put in the the show description just i thought it would be a good thing it's uh, about abuse and a uh this particular woman's experience was eerily similar to mine so i really we really felt like you know we had this sort of common bond over that she explained how she had gotten married and her uh, ex-husband was fine when he was on his medication but when he wasn't he got very verbally abusive and so, yeah, it was. I'm really, really thankful and grateful that we had the chance to share some of our stories, and you know, Juan Jasmine got to go in there and talk with us, and you know, it's it's been a real positive reaction. I'm really thankful for that.
0: And I have to for some fucking laughs around this motherfucker. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't peed myself lately. It's time. <laughs>
2: Okay, Well, thank you all for uh, those updates. Keep them coming in. And for today, we have a special guest. We have J Flex, a local artist here from Houston. Yo, yo, yo! What's good, J Flex? How y'all
0: doing today? I tell you and what, you I- guys are gonna be excited to hear this. I'm, I'm sorry, just I'm pumped. I, when you guys get into this today, you're gonna know why I'm excited. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> uh,
2: well, first of all, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Spring, Texas. Okay, so yeah. local here to the greater Houston area, That's and right. uh, what got you into music? Uh, I grew up around music, you know, for my family. Mm-hmm. My mom, you
3: know, she's uh, always been a singer, and uh, I've never really picked up the instrument side of things, but the singing was always one thing that, you know, I'd be around with my mom, so I
2: definitely, you know, got that from her. Cool. Uh, what got you to start recording? Like, what, what inspired you to do that? Um. So I was
3: in a dorm, you know, for high school, mm-hmm. and uh,
2: you know, there's there's not that much to
3: do. You know, you got a lot of free time. So uh, we eventually just got to a point. It was just me. I it was my birthday coming up, right? And I decided I wanted to start. You know, producing music. That's mm-hmm. how I wanted to start off. It just kind of happened. I always knew, like you know, like I've been told I could sing, but I wanted to produce. And so I figured I wanted to do some with music, and you know, I started. Picking up producing that's, didn't really work out.
0: So that's really interesting because my son did the same thing. He was in a boarding school. He mm-hmm. started recording his first album when he was in the dorm. So that's really yeah. that's ironic because, like I said, that, that isolation man it forces creativity. Yeah, definitely. Like, and you then got, you get like, to you do got your own space. Yeah. And then you get to do what you want to do. And when mm-hmm. and listeners, when you get to hear what, what Jay's done, you'll know why I'm excited. So we'll get, <laughs> I appreciate we'll get that. to that.
2: So uh, what are your goals with your music? Uh,
3: you know, really, I'm just. At first, I wanted to make music, you know, to get, you know, get rich and get big. But once I really got serious about it, I, I just want to like really impact, you know, people, yeah. you know, and also, you know, it helps myself. But I really want to reach people because, uh, you know, we all got struggles, and music is one of those things that helps with those struggles. It sure does.
2: It sure does. Yeah, that's the same reason Juan and I kind of started this podcast. That's the same reason I do music myself. It's just lately I've gotten... Really felt more inspired and drawn to podcasting. I feel like it fits more of my creative outlet right now. Yeah, right. you
3: can do it all, too. So that's, you know... Yeah. Jack of I'm all trades.
2: Still doing music, but right now the podcasting is really right in my lane. <laughs> it's awesome. I enjoy listening to your podcast.
0: I really enjoy uh, listening to new music. i I constantly digging for new new stuff that's out there. So when I... Mm. When we got in time when we got in contact with you. I heard you were coming and I got to, to listen to some of the music that you already done. I was like, Wow, all right, this, this is legit! And uh, I really like that you have that singing in there. Um, mm-hmm. because it's, it's you got a good range of things you can do with that, and you're already doing some really good stuff with it, so um. Man, you know, props to you. I I wish you the best for sure. For
3: sure, man. Thank you. Thank you.
0: You know, coming from the Detroit side, I'm going to try and uh, get this stuff out here as much as possible because we're on the opposite end of the world. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) As far as as the states go. But, uh, you know what? Music is one of those things, and, dude, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. And uh, so, and it's great, too, because the style of music that you do now is the most listened to and bought Mm -hmm. genre, you know? Uh, you yeah. know, rap-influenced music dominates in every facet of the music industry now. It is the music industry. Yeah. Rock is dead, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. listen, I, I love rock. I'm a huge metal fan, too, but I'm a huge rap fan. I, I like everything, pretty much, but it's got to make sense. It's got to have a message. Yeah. It's got to have a flow. And from what I've heard, you got all those things going on, man. So, you know, props.
3: For sure, man. Yeah, I'm a big. uh, I grew up listening to you know rock. It was a mixture because my you know my mom would be on her soulful R and B, and then uh, you know my stepdad he'd be on the rock stuff. You know, I I think the combination kind of. I feel like I can hear the influence. You know, whenever with these songs, you hear the guitar, you hear the beat, you hear the vocals. Like, I feel like it's it's a good way of showing those different types of, you know genres i guess
0: yeah and they mix well too you would never thought i would never thought it came to a point in time when you're hearing like metal screaming but in rap
1: yeah like, yeah.
0: like, like Kami. i don't know if you ever heard this dude talk but i don't even think he's got a vocal cord left in him but uh <laughs> you know yeah obviously he just kind of did it wrong from the start but i mean like i'm just saying and not all of it's good not all of it's good but there and- but there is there are people that can that can pull those things together and uh a little bit later, we're gonna uh, demo a, a, a one of the tracks so you guys can hear what we're talking about. But what I like what you do, Jay, is you got that you got that real good vocal voice, man. And I'm glad that you didn't just go. I know everyone has a tendency. A lot of times when they get like into the into the like rap genre, like to you know they just want to stick to that. And I think mm-hmm. you did a real good balance between like rap vocals versus singing vocals, and because uh, you have real good clean tone because. Nowadays, you got so many people doing auto tune. You know that's gonna make you pop. That's gonna make you stand out, be different, because yeah. you can actually sing. He can yeah. actually sing. People believe it or not, hey. there are people out there who can still do that shit. Well, I've
3: had I've <laughs> had people come out to me just like you know about my music, asking because I, I use a little bit of auto tune. You know, it really does help. But blend but in what I'm the, saying is, you're
0: not you know, using to the extent where it's completely distorting. Your oh voice. Yeah. It's like the no, robot. No. It gives what well, every, it does is well, everywhere is going up and down. Right. Well, what you got is a, it's like that sweet spot where it gives a little reverb, like it it draws out yeah. the tones, mm-hmm. but it's not changing your voice. You know, right, so yeah. it has a real That's good feel. Natural feel to it. Yeah,
3: exactly. It, What's crazy is uh, I started off like literally the first song I made, well, that we dropped. Anyways, uh, we started off wanting to do some you know some lit shit. It was like you know you got Lil Pump, you got all them. It was, it was, you know, supposed to be just stuff like that, you know, and uh, and I
0: love some little pop, I don't care what anybody. Yeah, says, hey, yeah, you can they, really turn up to that stuff. Oh hell yeah, you really
3: can. And like, I wanted to just be on that lit scene, you know, but uh, I don't know. I just couldn't. I, every time I just man, I don't think I got the voice for this. Like, it would never sound right. So eventually, like, we would do it. We'd be like, oh, this is great, but like, it got to a point, you know. That's where I told you, like, where it kind of got more serious. It's like I want to make like a full like song you know with meaning somebody can really feel you know with the vocals the singing it's just a it's a weird transition how it worked out
0: well the thing is too is as an artist you know a lot of people you've got to find what you do best like your niche Mm -hmm. what makes you makes you different like you go with what your gifts are you find those gifts you hone those gifts and that's what makes you special otherwise you just end up in the in the mill because there's a million people now trying to do this
3: you want to stand out
0: yeah, so you wanna you wanna be able to separate yourself from the crowd. And uh who does all of your uh your backbeats and all that? Do you do you write back, all that? Like so- the like, like, like the, the beats? Like the beats tracks and all that? Oh no. Um actually so I have a
3: shout out Fofo Prod. Um Fofo Pride. me and him started this whole thing together. Um He does we, he hasn't produced all of our you know, all our material but he has, you know, Y L R G T uh You know we've some of our big songs. He's been the producer behind those. Um, A lot of the other times, you know, we'll go to um, you know YouTube, find a beat off there, lease it. But uh, yeah, we try. We try. We're trying to start having our own. You know, Fofo Prod exclusives.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is it it does take time. Like this stuff doesn't just happen overnight, unless you Mm. know you just happen to know the right people. You know, but in, in 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 actuality though. The nice thing about internet, about the media, about a podcast even is it can get it to that right person, Yeah, you know, and then, you know, you can move from there. But a lot of it's like putting in that footwork, figuring it out, figuring out your style, figuring out who you're going to work with. Because a lot of times, you know, I think long term, like, you know, is this someone to be working with for years, you know, and you don't want anything mm-hmm. that's just going to be here today, gone tomorrow. And that's hard to do because yep. there's a lot of that too. So, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a lot of work too, you know. It's like people think that making music is just all about you know like the flash and the money and being on stage and uh-huh. you know uh-huh. rolling in the clothes and everything. But honestly, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess that would be like a, a nice thing to have, you know, in the end. But for it's a lot of work to get there. That there's a lot of work yeah. behind that stuff, and a lot of that stuff too is persona. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't you know like a lot of these guys, are, you know, put themselves out a certain way, and honestly, you know. You can't live that lifestyle and be successful in music. you gotta pick one
1: yeah you know what I mean like
0: you can't mm-hmm. you you can't be you can't be a rolling active gangster and, and then be making music just ask six nine you know yeah <laughs> don't don't cross the lines and get that shit fucked up, because uh, you know they're watching you man <laughs> yeah so uh you know well uh, what else did uh what was that other track the second one
3: uh with without you
0: without you yeah um yes, sir. That's the one we're going to put on the end? Without you? Is that what the track you're going to yeah. roll on the end? Okay, because I want the listeners to make sure that when you get to the end of the podcast, to listen to this full track without you. The lyrics are, if you can't connect with the lyrics on this song, man, you don't got a soul.
2: <laughs> Basically. <Straight> up, right?
0: <laughs> Every dude has been there. This And it's the other thing I like oh, about yeah. your music, Jay, is it's definitely masculine. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have sure. that, that feminine twist that a lot of people feel is necessary now. I don't know why. But uh anyways, it comes from a real like a deeper level. Yeah. And that's what makes it sound definitely more uh appealing to me because as a man, it's like it's more than just some surface shit. It's obviously Mm -hmm. you've had some some been through some things and you have some feelings and you're able to put that in your music. And when you can get us as listeners to to go in and feel that with you, that's why I listen to that track about five times a day. I shit you not. Ever since I was able to, to hear that track, Mark sent me that track without you, I, I roll that shit at least five times a day.
3: I love to hear it, man. Yeah, man. I was told the other day, um, I can tell through your music, you're very um emotionally connected. Um, and I kinda, that kind of made me sit back and like, they, they found that attractive. Yes. And I didn't know, like, that was, you know, I was like, oh. Wow! No, because as you know, no men are emotionally and,
0: th- yes, attached. we are. Yeah, you know, so. you think about people that I really liked, like uh, vocalist from Stain, he's the most masculine dude ever, big fat dude up there sitting smoking, he's like, yeah. singing <laughs> these uh, you know love songs. But from a dude perspective, right? We never came yeah. across that way. And you know, it's nothing against the uh, you know half dudes, but uh, I don't know when I when I hear hear that from your perspective, it's it just reaches me. And I mean, I'm an old motherfucker. I'm not even supposed to like your shit. Like, you know what I mean? But <laughs> hey. hey, you can't help it. I yeah. swear, I'm, I'm telling you, you can't help it, man. So, what else did you, who else did you want to plug? I know you got a bunch of, a bunch of people you work with.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, well, I started off, you know, Fortune, a, Fofo Pride, um, AJ, you know, that's my, we lived together in the dorm for, you know, we've been roommates. Uh, he's got to witness the whole thing, you know, and he's also, you know, he's, gonna, he's an up and coming photographer. So uh that's that. that's a
0: nice nice connection
3: too. For sure, for sure. Then uh got my buddy Mud. Uh, you know, Corbin Zero. Uh, we all grew up over here, you know, together growing up in Houston, the Spring, Conroe area, so and then uh Josh Aid uh KOA, aka the king of acoustic. We got Steven, or Zigzag. Um those are my buddies from College Station. Uh, we're actually trying to start up some, you know, it's a group of talented guys over there. And we're also trying to get um, Brian Texas on the map as well. So but you've got so you cool. got
0: a group of different artists. You guys are all working together and trying to uh, help each other out and grow together. Is the type of deal you got going on? For sure.
3: Yeah, for sure. We all want to work together. Over in Conroe, though, um, we got Juice. My buddy Marcus. You know, it goes by Juice. Shout out to him. Uh, Doughboy. And then Il Cosmos. You know, we're all trying to make a name for ourselves in the
0: city. So. I think that's really smart, though, that you guys are all working together, you know, because a lot of times guys work against each other. It's like, dude, you're just mm-hmm. you're, you're fucking each other up, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, you know, try and bring it up together, man. Let's do this together, you know, because then you yeah, go out. You got a whole show. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got the, you got the mm-hmm. whole thing going on. So and then again, you can also put your city, your place on the map, your people. Definitely. And uh, and that really helps because now today, the way things are set up, that also means you guys can get the money. When, yeah. it, when it gets to that, you know, to that point that you, you know, uh, because back in the day, it wasn't that way.
3: So, yeah, it was you know, always <laughs> beefing
0: with one another. Yeah. You know, and everybody was, you know, out to each other. You know, come on. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of love out there for everybody. You know, if yeah, if sure. your stuff, if your stuff's good, well, I'll listen to it. You know? Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. You want a shout out? All right, yeah, send it my way. I'll put the link up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. Know, that type of stuff. But, yeah. Um, yeah, one thing like I've always been wanting to do is you know have a team, people that can do different things. You know, you have your um, artists, you know, your rappers, your singers, you know, the vocalists. You have the photographers, videographers, the promoters. You know, everybody, the producers, everybody that can contribute. You know, and it's basically a you know group of friends, but it's a family. You know, that all works together and does their thing, do what they love to do, and that's something I've been looking for.
0: Yeah, because it is very difficult to do this stuff on your own. It is an overwhelming amount of work and you know if you have people that you can trust and work with i mean that's just all the better it's going to move things along faster for everybody
3: definitely and, uh, and it's a whole
0: bunch of different skills into, into one exactly yeah. and and no one person has that skill set let's be real you know <laughs> <laughs> come on i uh, i have to admit though I, uh, I had some people do some some uh digging on you so uh i know like some of your influences but um mm-hmm. why don't you tell me like what in what musical artist influenced you to get like, like find your sound? Like, how come you went that direction? You know, like what artist inspired you? You know. Yeah. Um,
3: well, like I said, I, from the rock genre I grew up on, um, I like Three Days Grace a lot. I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, no, I don't know. I've always been attracted to melody. You know, stuff things with good melody. And especially, you know, you listen to Chili Peppers and, you know, you got songs like Danny California and Mm -hmm. Snow and these songs, it's just like, you can really just get hooked on, you know, that, so uh, between them, you know, I think between that rock genre, but when it comes to rap, uh, my favorite rapper is Mac Miller, uh, rest in peace to him, for sure, but uh, I've always liked that, you know, storytelling, you know, that, but also what makes you think beyond, you know. The average, really think outside the box. And, um, you know, you can really tell with those rappers who think outside the box. And that's how, you know, I want to be. Really like, oh, did he just say that to explain this? Oh, that's crazy. You know, like stuff
0: like that. I think that's great.
3: Yeah. So, um, when,
0: it, when it makes you think, and like metaphorically too, that mm-hmm. that is attractive to people, you know, that are thinking a little bit higher level than just like your regular junk food music. You know, I mean, I, I I will admit, like sometimes I'm a junk food news. Like if it's just the hooks right, I don't give a shit what they're saying. Yeah. I'm like that hook though, right? But, yeah. but uh, but a lot of times, you know, it's a song will set you back, and uh, mm. that's the song without you. That was one of those songs. Like the first time I heard it, I you know I was ready to just hear like maybe a good beat, some good surface shit, dude. We were in the first fucking twenty seconds, and I'm like. Oh shit. This is on a different <laughs> level. This I honestly did not expect that because it seemed really mature for the for the time. Like mm-hmm. how how could you get to that maturity level of music that it seems like so quick? Cuz you're not you're <laughs> not even that old. Like how did you It's so it's almost like you were able to take your influences like I knew that you, I knew that you were in, that you had an influence from Mac Miller. And uh but th- I could see that. Because you, you acquired that, that kind of maturity in the music quick. Yeah. But man, props to that, because you, know, you don't got to sift through all that other bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Now that I think about it, um, I believe it was summer 2017, 18. Um, y'all know Juice WRLD? Uh, you know, that album, Goodbye and Good Riddance. That was a tough summer, you know, for me and the boys. And that was the one album that we would play from track one to the very last and like over. And that's when I, now that I think about it, I remember like, I was like, because that, you know, melodic stuff, you know, you have lucid dreams, like um, all girls are the same. Like these songs are very, like the hook, like the verses are good too, but like that hook is what really gets you. And like, I remember listening to that album and also Post Malone Stoney album. That that was a
0: great one. Oh man, I'm a huge Post uh, fan too, man.
3: yeah. So like between those two, I th- honestly think that is what really sparks my shift and what I
0: wanted to create. Yeah, I, I know that like when you mentioned the post Malone, when I first heard you, that's I thought, okay, man, this it's not over. Mm-hmm. Like people are gonna catch this this vibe of mm-hmm. being able to transition that really nice vocals with the backbeats, with the rap and everything, and I was so glad that this kind of part of the genre was created. It's still new. And it's not really all that explored yet, but, man, it it's uh, it's so appealing to a large diversity of people. I mean, you could put that type, you know, you could put Stoney on in the background of a party, and it'll bother nobody. Nobody's bitching. No one's going, oh, man, can you put on? Like, you know. Right, yeah. It's good for the girls. It's good for the guys. People want to dance to it. People get groovy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's got some good. And uh, so when I heard without you, it was a lot of that same vibe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's that cool balance. And uh, so that's why I got excited, people. That's why I was excited that Jay was on today because I had already heard a lot of – actually, I, heard the, I think I've heard all of your tracks.
2: <laughs> hey. <laughs> we did, what like, I like to we hear did, right we, there. We did some Hell digging. Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, I had, I had people uh, all over uh, SoundCloud and on the internet looking up everything they could find. No, so uh, I was
3: getting hit with a bunch of followers one day. I was like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> so I was like uh, – yeah, that's how I knew about the Mac Miller thing. But uh, because I wanted to know, you know, you can't, I want to know who I'm talking to. And, uh, sure, yeah. but the thing that, that really rang true about it, too, was that, you know, you're, you're, uh, you feel like a kindred spirit. You know, it's, it was interesting that you said, you know, you even admit originally it was about, like, you know, you just want to get rich and, and, and get some fame. But then as you get more into the ins and outs of the music and the real feeling, you realize the influence that you can have with music. It's yeah. like, so if you've got a message, you've got something that you want to say, you're able to convey that. And the amazing thing about music is it sticks with people. Definitely. You know, when you're having a bad day or, you know, or something happens or it's and it's relatable to that track for that guy that just lost that girl that just thought, it, you know, that was going to be it, man. Without you, you might shed a tear, but he'll get through that day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you won't feel alone, oh, yeah. though. You know what I'm saying? And then you yeah, feel yeah. that. So, uh I think you're definitely, definitely on the right track, man. I, I really think like it's, I, I, you know what? I told my friend, uh, he's a producer in Detroit, and I, I told him I listened to some of your stuff. And I was like, I'm like, seriously, this is just one of those situations where it seems like it's just a marketing issue. If this thing is marketed right and gets it's it's a guaranteed sell. It's a guaranteed sell. This, that, your music is absolutely radio friendly and uh listenable it's 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 got a good feel to it so i just can't see how it couldn't be successful and i you know it's you just got to keep on the grindstone keep pushing it's the same reason we're still doing what we do with the podcast it's like you know it's it's a lot of work sometimes you're not getting maybe the response you think you should be getting or things may not be moving as fast as you want them to or you you missed this opportunity and thought that was going to be something you know and uh but you keep grinding it out, man. Just keep grinding it out. Got to. Because uh, it's it's not easy. You know, especially when people get to the point of, of touring and stuff, man. That When you get to the point of that, Mark's been through that. I mean, that, oh, yeah. is, that is some <laughs> grueling shit that people don't realize that, like, you give up. When you go into music to this level and you want to be that and you're going to be on the road, you're giving up a large portion of your life for your music. You're choosing... Yeah. That this music is more important than right now than having a close relationship with a girl because I'm on the road nine months a year. You know what I mean? Unless you can afford to take take it with you. You know what I mean? Like, and the, so you sacrifice a lot. This is not just a game that people think that they can get on here and play and 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 get you know and just have it and be, have it be easy. You know, it's not I'm much more too. It's so much more. And like you said, when you're listing all the people that you work with, all the different things that they do, people go, "Oh man, you got to have that and that and that." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, and you got to know them motherfuckers well enough to trust them. Yeah, yeah. because everything's all thing. fun and game until the green starts rolling in, then you start seeing realities, and that happens to a lot of people. And uh, and you know, you also want to have people around you. I feel that are like fans, It's like your family. It's like your brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And they help keep you grounded. They help you go. Hey, man, you getting too big? Of a fucking head and smack the shit out of you. Yeah, Tell, you, you know, humble. keep you humble <laughs> because. It would be you know it could be easy to not be, and then but then you would lose the edge. The edge is that you're you're coming across honest, you're coming across real, you're coming across emotional, and that's a good thing to come across emotional as a male because not only do we respond to it and identify it with it, women respond and and like that, they want yeah. that guy It's just the truth like you know. They want they want the gangster, but they want them to be nice to them. <laughs> yeah. That's why I reformed, That's why I consider myself a, a reformed bad boy. Because uh, when yeah. I was just a bad boy, I, I only got a certain type. <laughs> yeah. And when I, when I wanted to be serious, I kind of had to change things around a little bit. And now, I, you know, I have the love of my life. But um, but what's nice is I can still feel that, and I can still feel that connection, and I can feel it in your music. And uh, so, I, I was really excited to have you on today, for sure.
2: I'm
3: glad to be here again. Thank you
2: guys for having me here. Yeah, I have one question. Um, the song Concussion, that's on your SoundCloud, um, that's with a, uh, who's that with? And how did you get hooked up with them?
3: Oh, yeah. So, that's Chris Ho. Okay. Um, I believe he is actually from the Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, you know, uh, I have a buddy. His name's Elijah. And uh, they're big into that, you know, the electronic music. Mm-hmm. You know, they love it. And um, before that project, you know, like I, like I said, I, I started off wanting to do electronic music producing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he got a, Elijah got me and him in contact, and um, next thing I know, you know, he hit me up and he was like, "Hey, so I have this track, and uh, you know, I think you'd be dope on it. Um, I'll send it to you and just see what you can do." And I was like, "Oh, for sure." And I listened to it, and at first I was like, "This is hard." But, like, this is kind of out of my element. I don't know. And here's it took me a while. Like, you're going to talk to this guy. He's like, oh, man, Jay probably took a month, month and a half, you know, just to finally finish up. Yeah. I finished it, you know. But uh, <laughs> it was, uh, I felt like once I looked at it as um, I want to be very uh, versatile, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and be able to do different things, different music, Um, I kind of oh. took it as a challenge you know i was like all right this is something different something new and it's also for create something for a different type of fan base than what i already have you know this type of music so uh yeah me and chris you know we got on that um one day it finally just clicked and it all came the hook and the verse Sent it to him and then we got it going (laughs) from there yeah
0: yeah what's interesting about that track is like you said I, i was like wait that's like dubstep like that like that back mm-hmm. and like techno, like it was weird, this mix. And then you came in because I didn't know what to expect because I'd only heard that was actually, he had sent me that track and he had sent me without you like on there. But then I already had a couple people working trying to find all your stuff. So they just sent me this list of all the tracks and stuff that you had out. And it was just, I put it in as a shuffle cause I didn't want to seem like I was picking anything out. And so that came like halfway <laughs> through and I was like, Whoa, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> because it was I'm so like, different i just, shed, it was I just so di- shed
3: a tear listening to this and now i'm over here headbanging. right like <laughs> it was it,
0: and then but but then when your vocals came in i was like oh shit because you did that yeah. you did that so well like i was thinking man how the fu-? i was thinking how did you figure out how to do that like how did you figure out how to layer over that because it wasn't that the way it was like he brought you th- their side right and then you were just supposed to like fill in over that yeah, he just said, you know, okay, you some vocals on it. That was creative because I was thinking, man, I don't know. I was like, do they have a meeting? How do they figure that out? <laughs> like, yeah. So you, you just had to figure that yeah. out on your own. Okay, well, that yeah. that's understandable then that it took that long because that was like way out of the box yeah, from what really from everything else. But that really goes to show that, you know, you really are trying to be diverse because yeah. I liked it I, too. And I was like, man, he's got, you know, I was like, he's going posty on me. Like He's getting a little <laughs> yeah. of this, a little of that, you know and uh but one day you know they're gonna say he's going J on that going J flex on that yeah. he's, he's uh he's flexing that's that. right this he's flexing, flexing
3: you
2: know <laughs> yeah I, I really i i love the more electronic genre and all that i like pretty much all music that one really stood out to me though because it was so different than everything else you've done mm-hmm. and that was really cool to hear because like being a guitarist myself and a musician, I've always tried to like expand my horizons because it can be easy to get stuck in whatever you're comfortable with or whatever you're you used to do. But I went when I like Juan talked about when I toured. I toured with a classic rock band for a while, and I had never played classic rock, and I it, it's a whole different style of play. It's pretty simple. I've been playing for a long time, but I had to learn an additional like guitar style of playing like mm-hmm. you know the, the chords are modified and you play a little bit differently I picked it up really fast though but like by the time I got done I was like wow I had really I had so much fun doing this I was and I was really thankful that I had gotten out of my comfort zone and expanded my horizons to you know do something else and now every once in a while like when I'm writing something I'll like find myself taking like tidbits of that play style and bringing it into my music so I'm like hey this is cool and so that's cool to see you know, other musicians doing the same thing because it's, it's easy. I I know tons of musicians being a musician. And I always find that the people who are willing to experiment, the people who are willing to think outside the box and just push the boundary, make themselves uncomfortable. Like you said, it took you like a month. And you were like, man, I don't know how am I going to do this, mm-hmm. but you put yourself out there. You're like, no, I'm going to figure this out. Like sometimes it takes time to get that, you know, inspiration, uh, my brother and I have recorded a couple of albums. I've done a few, you know, a few guest spots with a few other bands. I've I've played with like metal bands, hardcore bands, acoustic bands, singer songwriters, pop, like you name it. Just you know R and B, done it all. And like it's always been super exciting when you know somebody new comes along. and says, Hey, could you put this in there? And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Uh. <laughs> and then, then I'm like, okay, I can figure this out. And I, I mean, there's been several times where like. You know, friend's like, hey, you know, I got I got a beat. Put some guitar to it. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't know what to do. And just, like, to force yourself to be creative can wind up being so rewarding and satisfying. Mm-hmm. And then you, your listener can appreciate that, too. Because, you know, there, there are those people out there that are like, oh, I only like blank genre. There's some people like that. They only listen to one thing. But I think people that really do enjoy music enjoy an artist who is creative and goes through a bunch of different stuff because i remember back you know 15 years ago when uh blink 182 did their like self-titled album it was so different and it wasn't punk it was more just like a a rock album with some little pop stuff thrown in there and so many people that i knew hated that album and that was my favorite album in theirs because it was so unique and so creative they they put themselves out there they did something new and then they broke up or went on hiatus or whatever and so many people were like oh that album was garbage and i went and saw them live right after they dropped that album and that was the best concert i've ever been to in my life i think if not it was like top 2 or 3 it was so good they played all their stuff but that was it was great to see like these guys go hey you know what we're maturing as people we're maturing as musicians we're going to do something different even if the entire you know not everybody in the fan base likes it and so that's really, really cool that you're starting out and you're recognizing that and seeing that rather than getting stuck in something because that's sure. just gonna pay dividends. Well, later. the
0: thing is too is like you gotta make music you want to listen to. Yeah, mm. like if you don't want to hear your own shit, I mean, people will say like that <laughs> sounds egotistical. No, but if it's good, you know, if it's good, I want to hear it. Then how, how can I expect you want to to play my track five times a day if I don't want to? Mm. Exactly. You know, I mean, eventually, you know, you 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 go on tour and you do this shit every night, and you're like, I, I'm good, you know. But I'm just saying, like, you know, for the most part, it's like when you when you finish a track, when you get something done, you know, you got to really have in that process have that feeling like, yeah, this is it, this is good. I yeah. got I got a good feel about this, and you will have people that will listen because now things are different than they used to be. When I was younger, you had to hear it on the radio, you had to go to a record store. You're like with the internet now, I think there's a lot of people like myself who. We're hungry, man, for for good music, and we know and we know it's out there. There's a lot of people that are doing it. A lot of people recording it with things like SoundCloud. You can get that stuff out, and we can hear it, and and then you can get heard much earlier, and then you can you can fuel your you can fuel your career. With response from your fans and even get money much faster than you ever could before. You used to have to just basically suck a producer's dick to get an album. Like, you know what I mean? Now it's like you can have someone do this that you know with the computer oh, technology yeah. now that we have in the way that it's affordable now to be able to make a decent recording or even a great recording, not even having to be in a professional studio. Do
2: it in the bedroom. Exactly. <laughs> or you can do it your, like, like you said, doing it yourself. Like one of my favorite uh songwriters, uh, Daniel Sehaj Takotin, he was in a band like two thousand called Ra and they did a couple of albums and then he started becoming a producer on his own. And he still puts out his own stuff and he's and he's now working with uh Madel Cohen and um the the metal drummer from Israel. The chick is nuts. So crazy. But he now sings, he's the front man for her band. And it's been really cool over the years to like see that here's a guy who loves music so much but he found out like hey you know what maybe it's not being in the front man of a rock band i can produce it too and then still get you know still do that on the side and he's been doing that now for like almost 20 years and like you said you wanted to be a producer and like the more you learn for yourself like all you need to do is just get the equipment and you know a little bit at a time a little bit at a time you get the software like um when i first got my uh recording software. I was like so overwhelmed and didn't know what to do and then I was mm. like, well YouTube will probably teach me how to use it. Yeah, and then YouTube was, has everything. For years like YouTube has everything. So you don't have to like go get, you know, an internship. You don't have to go take a course. You don't have to mm. pay for a course. You can learn all this stuff because there's other people out there just giving away the information for free. You learn, make yourself better. You can be a performer. You can be a producer. You can be both. You can do yeah. what you, you can go through. Like man, this year I'm I'm not really feeling this. I'm gonna do this, or you can go back and forth and do whatever. You can find other people to work with, or kick back and just let them do it. And it right. gives you so much more versatility, and then you become more valuable because your skill set just keeps growing. Yeah, I and think the thing
3: is like, especially in this, you know, realm of things like the more versatile you are the more you know people are going to want to mess with you and work with you oh yeah you know you got a rapper that can also sit there and mess around on the mixer and the master telling this is what I want to do put this up put that down you know somebody that knows exactly what they want and how to get it that way in case you know yeah I feel like it, it just helps it makes the process easier as well and people like that
0: Yeah, and a lot of things, too, is people sometimes will think, well, if I can just technically learn how to do all this, I can make it happen. And that's not true either. You still have to have that natural ear, that natural ability uh, to still create music that it's such a strange thing, music, because you want to say good music or bad music. I don't know that there really is. I mean, I guess so, but... At least your music has to find a demographic. It's got to find show a demographic. You some bad music a okay. Well, <laughs> how about if we show? How about if we show him some good music? Why don't you uh, play play <laughs> some of you? We've been talking to Jay for a while now. I think the yeah. listeners may want to hear what we're talking about. All
2: right. So uh, this is his track YLRGT and uh, yeah. Juan, you know, I'm sure you've heard this before, but feel free to spit out any comments you have. For sure. Also, this was
3: produced by uh, Buffalo Proud himself.
0: One. Sorry, I
2: still got the beat going. One's just still grooving over. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Stays in the head. Hell yeah, it is. Like, you okay there, Juan? <laughs> ah man,
0: I was, I was, I was just listening mostly. Sorry, I was in my own, I was works. in my own world there.
3: That's fine. That's what it does, man. Yeah, that was one of those songs. Um, you know, as soon as Fortune they sent me that beat, you, it's weird how it works. You know, you can. Whenever most of the songs we've dropped literally it's the first time we hear the beat and the first words that come out of our mouth is like the melody. Mhm. Was we'll know like all right, we're going to use this and we're going to drop it. Yeah. And he sent me that and then the melody, you know. I said you look so good in your J. I didn't have the words but yeah. I had the melody. And then you know, once we had the melody it was kind of game over. It was like, all right, we're doing this and it worked out pretty nicely.
0: Oh That's yeah. Usually I like I like the intro instinct. with the acoustic Mm-hmm. That, that was that mm-hmm. was dope, man. I like that.
3: And those those guitars, they always give me I'm a big, you know, I use a lot of, you know, beats with guitars in them. You
0: know. So that's a really good feel. Like I said too, that's another one that's like, dude, how can how can you not you're on a date, right? And the girl sitting next to you and you putting that shit on, yeah, you get laid. Yeah. <laughs> you getting some ass. Thanks, shape Flex. And then she gonna gonna wanna buy the merch. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Dude, I'll I'll definitely get some J Flex merch, man. You got, we'll talk at we'll talk.
2: Like hey, uh, I'll if you just give me the links, I'll put links to your SoundCloud in the show notes, and then okay. links to your merch in there too. And that way, anyone who hears it can go find it for themselves. You can go buy whatever you want too. Support them
3: for sure. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, that was that was a, that was a it's a that's a fun track. Yeah. If it, for yeah, some for someone like babies, for for, sure. for someone like me, it makes me feel young again. Oh.
3: It's one of those like it's
0: a it's a pre-diabetes like a song.
3: Pre-diabetes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 it's before the dick pills. It's before all that shit. It's uh, yeah, man, it's, the, it's the it's when everything worked and you were good. You were ready to go and do the show. So
2: <laughs> that's the that's the title of Juan's next album. When everything works, when everything works. <laughs> take me back. Take me back. <laughs> Man, We're gonna have some
3: Agra coming up soon. That's
0: right. <laughs> Sounds good, man. For sure. <laughs> dude, I gotta tell you something happened to me this week, man. Just I, say it. All right. So uh, <laughs> last week, I I took uh, Jazz on a date, and uh, mm-hmm. we, it's, dude, we've been married for six years. We've been on like no dates. Uh, so <laughs> I took her to a MMA fight because uh, this girl that we know that I grew up with. Uh, her mom, uh, who, no, her, her kid goes to a school. And uh, somehow my sister called me. And she said, hey, I know this girl's going to be fighting this weekend in Detroit. And uh, she's like, you want tickets? And I was like, yeah, shit, man. I'll get tickets. So <laughs> I was like, hey, Jazz, uh, we're going to go on a date. And I'm going to go see some MMA fight. And she's like, all right. And I'm like, this is this girl that uh, my sister knows is going to be fighting. I was like, all right. So we go to the fight, whatever. Dude, straight up, though, she got her ass kicked but anyways uh that wasn't the point 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 was uh she survived and hopefully she'll keep going but uh the weird thing that happened was i we never go out so like we dressed up and everything which was really odd for us <laughs> but anyways there was this we're sitting in really good seats because they they were like the seats for like family that we got the tickets right so and i'm sitting in the end of the aisle there's this dude sitting straight across me on the other end of on the other side of the aisle and these are the guys that are sitting here, they're all like fighters that just aren't fighting that night. They're just watching stuff. This guy is a fucking monster. He's like 6'4", 6'5", like a good 240 of just, he looks like he just eats roids, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, man, he's going to be definitely fighting in the heavyweights, right? So it's an, I'm not thinking much of it. I get up to go to the bathroom, as I always do. And uh, Jazz goes up to the bar to get a couple Cokes. This motherfucker waited till she went up to the bar. Just as she gets the two drinks in her hands, up the dress, raw ass just grabs her ass. Pause. (laughs) What? So I'm like, in this day and age, motherfucker. So I'm like, I come back, I sit down. She's all upset, and shit. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, this home guy just like grabbed my like ass, like up my dress, grabbed my ass. I'm like, what? I'm like who? I was joking. Like I'm like, did you thank him? Like you know, I was like, yeah. like you know. But then she's like, no. Like I'm serious. I didn't really think she was serious. And I'm like, what the fuck? She goes, and then she turns and looks across, straight across me, and it's that Neanderthal motherfucker. And I'm like, man, this is one of those moments. She's like, she's like, please don't say anything. And I'm like, okay, honey, I won't. I won't say anything. So as soon as she let go of my arm, I've got to walk over. And I was like, how am I going to deal with this? Because I'm like, this dude's so big, right? I can't hit this motherfucker hard enough probably to knock him out. Yeah. So I'm like, I know. I'll just get close. That way, if, anything, if he tries to get up, I'll just choke his ass out and kick the shit out of him before the security comes and kicks me out. But then I'm like, I really don't want to fight this dude at all. Because if if it goes south, I'm a dead man, right? Yeah. I know my limits. Listen, I got... I got I got pride, but I'm not stupid. So I'm like, hey, uh, I know what I'll do. So I walk up to him, and I go, hey, man. Uh, I get down. I'm standing. He's sitting. We're like the same height. Yeah. And I'm looking him in the face, you know, got the finger out. And I was like, hey, uh, I would really appreciate it if you could uh, keep your hands off my wife's ass. And he just looks at me like, what? And there's this girl sitting next to him. And it was this date or whatever. I said, uh, uh, are you with him? And she just looked at me. I said, I just, I want you to know something. You need to uh, watch your drinks because he might Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> and he you just, said that. yeah, and I go, because uh, your man's a hoe. Uh, couldn't even <laughs> wait the three minutes. It's obviously, you know, saw my wife and then went and he's like, dude, I don't know why you would say that. Why you would say that? He's like, she must have mistaken me for someone else. And I go, mistake you for someone else. Look at you, man! You're a goddamn Neanderthal. You're the biggest motherfucker in here. She didn't mistake you for someone else. You dumbass. I'm like, you're just trying to. S-. I go, you're just trying to save your date. I know what you're thinking right now. Oh fuck, I fucked up. Now I'm not gonna get laid. And just so you know, that's why I came over here to make sure that you don't get laid tonight. Because the girl, you couldn't even keep your hands off. I'll be fucking the shit out of her later. <laughs> have a good night. <coughs> and then I just took t- three steps, oh, walk, shit. sit back in my seat, and we watched the rest of the fights. That bitch, as soon as I said that man, she crossed her arms, crossed her legs, and shut that pussy down. It was the best revenge ever. It's like, I would have rather had you punch me in the face. And then I slides so walked off and I'm like, and I don't want to hear the crying. You did it to yourself. <laughs> and then I sat down. Uh, yeah, but that, I just had to get that out. That shit just, dude, today and age. Come on, man. I don't know. It was just weird. But
2: if you if, if you think about it though, like MMA, boxing, those are the brain damage sports. So if this dude's a fighter, he's been hit in the head a lot. So his decision making is not yeah, quite I mean, all there. Included. Well, you know, the
0: other thing was he was a very like good looking dude. I mean, he looked like yeah, he's, like a like an he looked like he could be like a superhero in a movie. Like he was that big, yeah. right? So yeah. I'm thinking like. He's used to just this is the same guy that was the football player in high school, douchebag, who like got every girl he wanted, and if he didn't, he just took it and no bitch complained. Yeah. So, but Jasmine wasn't having it, so it was like, you know, I was thinking, I go to Jazz, why didn't you hit him? She's like, Well, I had both drinks in the hands, and you know, they charged like six dollars for a coke. She's like, I wasn't putting that shit down. I was like, Yeah, good point. You're right. (laughs) That there's no six dollar punch. I just fuck that. I was thirsty. (laughs)
2: Sorry, sorry, I just
0: peed. I was ready to go again, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was cool, though, because then, you know, we watched watched her fight and uh, watched her take about 20 punches to the face. And then, uh, oh, dude, she got mauled. And then after that, we walked out because it was at the casino. Uh Uh, So, like, for the last 10 minutes, I'm like, yeah, let's just play, you know, a little bit. So Jazz goes up to the uh, blackjack table. We played for about eight, nine minutes. We were up 500 bucks, walked out what yeah man so it ended up pretty nice i got the whole date paid for i got laid he wasted his money and didn't so you know i figure
3: that's <laughs> a fight well won. That's, that's right it's
0: like yeah Hell yeah God. but anyways that's that's how a small old folks deal with so, uh, <laughs> things i'm gonna hit you where it hurts right in the dick i'm not gonna kick it i'm just gonna make sure it doesn't get any fun times like, that's a whole movie scene right <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest say. shit happens to me all the time man it's just so weird I'm like, he had to know I was with him, with her. Like, you know, he just looked at me and thought, yeah. what's that old fat little fucker going to do? It's like, he's not going to kick my ass. You are correct. I mean, I'm not going to kick your ass. <laughs> but I'll make sure you don't get laid, though. How about that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but see, like, that, that's one reason why I think you and I are such good friends. Because it's always so much fun. Your stories and then just being there for experiences like that. Oh, my gosh. Like for the past several weeks, I'm like, I got to get back to Michigan. Like it's been too long.
0: <laughs> well, I know what's gonna happen this weekend, right? i gonna have yeah. I have people coming in from out of town. I got people coming up from out from up north, and it's a diverse group. Let's put it that way, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I got I got the smokers. I got the non-smokers. I I got the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 lower side of society and the higher side of society mixing, and uh, a lot of them don't like each other. So it's gonna be pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> But I get to be in the middle of all that and like, now listen, like, listen, you know, pizza, pizza Monster's going to be there. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's going to be off the chain. It's going to be fun. And then I'm going to make sure that I, that I, because uh, we're going to have a dance contest and, and shit too. So yeah. uh, I think I just decided I'm going to put on some, some J-Flex too. Make sure, <laughs> okay. make sure oh, everybody man. at the party gets a, gets a taste of that. And then we'll, we'll get a little bit out yeah. of hand just, you know, chill out the mood. Yeah. Like,
3: Sit
0: back and relax. I mean, That's right. It's like, all right, now grab your girl. Just not my girl, but grab your own. <laughs> Although she is going to look stunning, so be prepared. Uh,
3: but anyways, looking yeah. Looking forward to hearing all about it on
0: the next podcast. Yeah, but, uh, but I definitely want to do that, and uh, I want to definitely um, promote some of your music, though, because I, I, really I really do like it, Jay. I think, uh, I think you're definitely on the right track. And, uh, you know, a lot of it is, too, it's like this word of mouth, doing what you're doing, coming on a podcast, and, uh, you know, you don't even know what you're walking into, because you, yeah. you know.
3: No, this is the this is the first time I've done something like this, you know, like, I'm, I haven't been interviewed, I, I haven't even had a show yet.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, but this is the stuff that, you know, when you look back, and be like, yeah, you know, it yeah. started there, and the thing is, and this is good practice for when you go on and do bigger and better things, and, uh, you know, I hope one day I'll be like, yep. Yeah, it started here. Yeah. It was. Yeah, you know, right first. here. And I, hey, I'm not going to we forget That's that right. Yeah, though. it was. Uh, Jay came here first. And uh, no, but a lot of that, too, is, is like you said, it's like friendships, you know. And uh, yeah. I, how did you guys know each other? Like, how did that? How did you guys uh, make the connection? Knew,
2: I know his family. So him and I got introduced and actually got to know him. He's big into basketball. So we went mm-hmm. to a Rockets game a couple years ago.
3: Yeah, that was my first Rockets game, too. So
2: we went to that game and been friends ever since. And then since he started doing music every once in a while, he'd be like, you know, you know, ask me a question about music, like, you know, a couple times, like, do you think this mixer's good? What do you think of this software? And I'd give him feedback or input. And then I started noticing, like, his, his music just, like, it's all developing. And it's all de- developed over the last, like, two years. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, here's this kid who's putting it like a ton of work into this because you could hear like the first stuff into the next stuff and i'm like that requires a ton of time and effort so i'm like he's taking this seriously this is not just like a just like a fleeting thing for him i'm like he's really serious about this so then when i heard concussion and without you i was like whoa i was like to go to, to get to this level so fast i was like that that's so much dedication i was like this is something he really loves i was like i want to give him Like some space on our platform to get the word out because I was like I know a ton of people that listen to this podcast that like in music so I was like I'm sure they're gonna love Jay's music too so I was like I got to get him out there too because what actually what was was concussion it's just a great track he killed it on that and then without you like you said it's like I identified with that I was like dang because I went through that nasty breakup like you know this last spring and I was like wow. I'm like that's something like i really felt and i was like okay this is a really really good track like a really good track yeah and i was like people need to hear this like this isn't just a like at the risk of sounding like an angry ignorant white person like so much rap it's too late can for come that across- <laughs> no but so much so much hip-hop and rap can just come across as like boasting or just like you know, it, it it feels some of it can just come across as empty or it's just boasting or it's just talking about money. And like, I don't like that. Like you said before, I like something that has like substance to it, something that has message to it. People like um, he's not one of my favorites, but like NF, he's got he's got good stuff, good message. I don't like all of his stuff, but some of his songs I really do like some of them I don't. But the ones that like, I really like, wow, I can feel it. I can identify with it. That's great music. And so that's actually what I heard in Without You. And I was like, OK, people need to hear about this because, you know, I know how hard it is to because we're doing this podcast and we're five months into this and it's been slow going, but we're just grinding it out, like you said. And I was like, hey, you know what? Let's help him out. We can help, you know, he'll help us out because his he can you know promote this on his instagram and his social media and stuff and we'll promote him and we help each other out because that's, right. that's what friends do man i mean he wants to you know he said he wants the photographers and producers hey you know what? now you know podcasters yeah. i'm happy to get the word out well you know
0: the thing yeah. too going back to that track was like you said it was the maturity of that track and i think I, I this is just my opinion jay but i think your your the your niche is that you have a really solid r&b sound that dude this is like Perfect, like, couples date music type stuff. Like, when you... You know what I mean? And, like, when you're in that... in the, Setting up the mood, you know? And... and, and uh, he's the... Uh, continue. No, no. So I'm just saying that was the feel I got just from those. And uh listening to, to your other stuff, it's like, man, you can make this go any direction you want. So you can have an album where you have some of that and then some of something else. And who knows what else you're going to throw on there. So it's not going to just be... Like a, just a ballad album, either or just a rap album, or just uh, whatever. You know, it's gonna have more substance. And you also have the talent to do it, where a lot of people don't. Oh, shit. Nice. Uh, so I think you have the good balance between the ability, you realize early that you need to have an organization, you need to have people behind you. And uh, so I think you're doing all the right things. And, uh, I, you know, I just I hope that that uh, continues to, to, to blossom, man, because uh, yeah. it's uh, it's it's kind of like a risk, you know what I mean? That people take, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are, get real comfortable in doing the regular paths of life. You know, this yeah. one, you do this and then you go to college and then you get a degree and then you do this. And like to be able to not only have the drive to do something different. I mean, honestly, if I felt like you didn't have the talent, I would just tell you because I would not want you to waste your time. But, and not that my opinion is all valuable, but I can tell you, I listen to a lot of music and a lot of people, and I can tell you, I feel like I really know what sounds good and doesn't, or what will appeal to at least a certain demographic or a large number of demographic of people, and I just feel like your abilities and what you've already put out is going to be able to reach not like just one niche. You don't have just a niche. You have kind of an ability to go everywhere. And it, you know, and if you think of it in those numbers, you know, if you down the line, if you're selling albums, right, and you you can sell twenty thousand to this type of people and twenty thousand to that type of people, but then you're doing it to fifteen different, you know, demographics of people. You know, those numbers start to roll and start to become something. And like he was saying about talking just about money, like listen, I I, I love some just junk stuff too. You know, mm-hmm. like we were talking about, but I also really turn up Yeah, much. well, you know, I. I love like you were talking about Little Pump earlier, Friends, was before the podcast. And like uh, people think he's an idiot. I think he's a freaking genius. Uh he's he's it. made he may have made some mistakes, but dude, he was only seventeen when he freaking had his first, you know, shit going. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean that's an amazing amount of responsibility for someone that young. It's an amazing amount of money for someone that young. Who's not gonna fuck that up? I w- shit, I would I would have never even made it to that second turn. And his
3: you know, his whole persona too, that's that sells you know like you know his his way of doing things you know, like not just his music but also you know outside of music how people you know watch him his interviews he's entertaining you know well and that's like that also so yeah
0: it really does you know a lot of that it's like even in in the podcast even in the podcast world like for depending on like what we're doing a lot of it is like even myself projecting like a, you're almost like a character it's not a hundred percent you at home you know because at home you're you know sitting there just whatever watching tv but when you're on air, you're that personality. You know, yeah. when I when I hear Mark come on the podcast, it's you know, it's Mark and it's you know, it's you know, and Mark is that, but what it's like it's like a performance. Like you're on stage, right? You're on stage. It's funny too, because in a podcast format, sometimes you'll we'll have someone on and they'll say something, and then they'll realize I'll have to, you know, I think it was when Hang was on here. I was like, I'm just gonna remind you, yep. this goes everywhere, everywhere. Yep. we are we are on, i don't know if you know this we are on every continent we're everywhere <coughs> <laughs> we have we have listeners everywhere so it's like yeah. you gotta be able to appeal kind of to the general populace you know in a way you know that, that that's appealing and at the same time you know you'll see too it's like you get down further than you like you feel like you gotta watch every damn thing you say because you don't want something you said to absolutely just end your fucking career because yeah. it could, yeah. have, it could yeah. be something yeah. someone yeah. takes yeah. out of context yeah. has nothing to do with your music has nothing to do with shit or with what you do and they're like oh you know jay said this and then you know it's like what the fuck you know so i just i really want people to just stop that bullshit all right yeah. you know, let the music be the music let the person express themselves through their music who gives a fuck what jay says at two in the morning you know <laughs> to some girl at the bar like it's just whatever you know what i mean but uh, I, exactly. so it's like, I hope that we all get to the point to where we can, you know, be creative and not have to worry so much mm-hmm. yeah. because uh, I get out it sometimes, you, to... you know, yeah. time to time. Yeah.
2: Really? <laughs> but
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think <I'm... laughs> I've been getting
2: better at it, though, I think. I think I get less edits. No, you actually do get less edits. The first, like, <laughs> ten episodes, it was, like, I had so much editing work. I was, like, uh, and I remember, bef- like, when we were doing, like, episode five, six, and seven, like, before we would start, I'd be, like, okay, Juan, knock this off. And you'd be, like, okay, I got it. And then like, i am like, oh, Juan! No! Like, you're killing me! You're giving me more work to do later! Yeah, <laughs> Jay, gotcha, at least you get to go to the studio
0: and work all that shit out, and come out with a finished product. I gotta get yeah. I gotta come out here after taking care of five kids all day. Uh, who knows what the fuck I'm gonna say? I might lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking finally get some nachos, and your wife steals them, you lose your mind. Like that that shit's
2: real. That is not That's still like the best bit we've done, I think. That's my favorite bit anyway. Like it was just so spontaneous, off the wall, and like the way you came unglued is just hilarious. <laughs> The only thing I wish I could have had is if we had been recording that because, like, the way she was mocking you during that just made it even funnier.
0: Yeah, she's, in she's on the podcast. She's, yeah. yeah, she's professionally well, so, okay. shitty at times. So, for <laughs> those
2: of you listening, <laughs> Jay hasn't heard that one yet. So, it's episode six. Go back and listen to it. It's like 30 minutes in or so. I'm not exactly sure, but it's in like the first half. We're just sitting there talking about whatever we were talking about. And he had, like, gotten some Taco Bell nachos and set them down. So his wife comes in and just, like, starts eating them. And he's like, what? Those are my nachos. And he lost his mind. He went, out and, like, went on, like, a six-minute rant. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> and his nachos. Yeah. And so <laughs> then she was, like... Pick, then she kept, like, picking him. Then she's, like, behind him, like, licking your fingers <laughs> so I can see. And she's just tormenting him. And I'm dying laughing. He was just, he's, like, sweaty he's and boiling, red boiling and over here.
0: so mad. I was so I'm getting funny. a little angry right now, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it. Well, she walked in, like, two minutes ago and put her arm out. Now, I got to tell you what, this is the shit. See, man? Fuck it. All right. So today, <laughs> right, I get up. I get up, man. It's like, you know. 4.30 in the morning, man, I'm, I'm cleaning, I'm doing laundry and whatever, you know, I get, and then uh, Jazz gets the kids to school and everything, so I'm like, yeah, i got go to go work, so I was out working in the barn trying to get shit right for the party, right, and I got a guy coming over working on the tractor so I can cut my damn grass so I don't look like a hillbilly, and uh, so I'm out talking to him, he's cool, dude. whatever, and then I'm like, oh man, the kids are going to come, i got to go grocery shopping today, i got all this shit, because i got to do real shit, and because uh, I'm not famous. And uh, so i uh, it's just about the time, right, where I'm going to get this break where the kids come home, Jazz kind of takes over and, like, waits for the kids at the bus, does all that, and I get, like, this, like, hour break, right? Yeah. She comes out. She's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, what, what, where the fuck are you going? I'm going to get a new tattoo. <laughs> the fuck? What are you talking about? Yeah, I got to go get this apple. I was like, you're that? a what? An app? What the fuck? So, yeah, so she just fucking up, ditches me, man, like 10 minutes from the bus to start rolling home. I'm like, that bitch. <laughs> so then I'm like, you know, what? I don't want to hear about this <coughs> fucking tattoo all day, right? So then what she do? she just walks in like three minutes ago and just puts her arm out. That's basically like, you know, fuck you.
1: <laughs>
0: it's, it's pretty cool, though. It's not gonna lie. But you got enough, honey, you got enough damn tattoos. Jesus. You start looking like you did a little prison time, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> it's a little oh, uh, little, and it says Preston too. Yeah, it's just like she's still got one kid
0: left. I'm like, where do you got not got it woman? <laughs> I'm not even gonna That's really nice, I like that. Yeah, she's got quite a few. She 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 looks rough, but she's you know, she's not anymore. She quit, she, quit, she quit. kicking my ass a couple years ago. So, you know, I, it's funny because we're watching those fights, right? And I'm like, man, yeah. if Jasmine had just been into the right niche, man, she would have. She would have done pretty well with that shit. I think. Oh, yeah. All I had to do was be like, uh, if you don't beat her, I'm gonna have sex with her, and then she would just kill the girl. Go, <laughs> it's a D- K.O. K.O. <laughs> right? if that bitch. 'Cause she's 'cause she's delusional, Jay. She she thinks girls wanna have sex with this. I don't know. It's that's that's I don't know, <laughs> that's, 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 on, I don't man. Cause girls are crazy, man. Crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> I like the like. So uh I was gonna ask you, uh what do you so what do you do when you're not making music? Like what do you do to like I mean, cause that, here's the truth, then that it can get so consuming of your time just like the podcast does for marketing you've got to have something else that you do to kind of take the edge off
3: oh man music is like what i go to to take the edge off really
0: um you're just that much in love with it say that one more time you're just that much in love with it
3: yeah um granted it, it really is like it can be a big part of you know the stress because when inspiration's not coming like you're in there for a couple hours just nothing coming you know so uh, I really just you know I work. Um, I'm looking to get back into school here in the spring, um, but yeah, you know, just going on with that. It's fun. Yeah, you know, it's, it's an adventure.
0: It's always good too, like to do other stuff, even even if you go to school just to go, mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. you have connections with other people, Definitely. and even yeah, and I even know. music wise, you can plug right into that, you know.
3: Definitely. Even at work, you know, you I'm a well, I was a server, you know, and uh, you, literally everywhere you go, you can you can use that to promote whatever it is you want to promote.
0: Well, you do know, like out in California, a lot of that's the job when you're trying to make connections and do things. You you try to get a job in a established restaurant so that you can, you know, you your, your hopes is that you, that person sitting in that booth can change your life, you know.
3: <laughs> you best believe I was that server that would let them know I got my SoundCloud link on the back of your receipt, you know. <laughs> Have
0: at it. See, you know what? I, that's inspirational. I need, I need to do that more uh, because uh, the problem is I usually just piss people off in public. <laughs> well, like, so I'm not going to be like, hey, I made you super angry. If you want to get angry, uh, check this shit out. You know? yep. <laughs> <laughs> As I smash my face into the microphone.
3: It's, it's just funny to me because like, every time I've done that, I always get the same like look, you know, like, oh, great. It's a SoundCloud rapper. Like,
2: I'm, but I had to tell him
3: like, look, I know what it sounds like, but, you know, most people have been surprised. Go give it a, you know, go give it a, a listen. And I actually had, um, one time I had a table with two girls come in, and at the end of it, you know, I let them know, and then the very next day, one of the girls comes in with a group of friends, and um, I was working a different section. I wasn't at the table, but they stopped me, and they're like, hey, you gave my friend your uh SoundCloud, but you didn't give it to me. So I was like, oh, I gave it to both of y'all, but. Here, I'll give it to you again. You know, wrote it down. And, um, you know, I was in there probably just, you know, getting some chips. And uh, they were at the table right next to that station. And um, next thing I know, I start hearing without you playing. Like, the whole table just right there. And I'm just playing.
0: I told you that was a bitch killer, Jake. <laughs>
3: and I, and I just hear you. them
0: all just like,
3: oh, shit, this is him? That's that guy? I, You know, I walk out with my basket of chips like, hey, man, that's really good. I was like, oh, man, I appreciate it, dude. Thank you. Thank you. You know, spread the word.
0: Isn't that a great uh-huh. feeling though when you get that feedback? Because it's like you know you put work and stuff, and you hope people will have that response. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, but but the lesson for me from that, what you did, Jay, was you put yourself out there. You've got yeah. to put yourself yeah. out there, and for positive or negative, negative. and uh, so yeah, that that's an inspirational thing for me because I need to do that more. Before uh, before you, before you that- sue me, here's <laughs> we my. We don't guard. have it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was gonna say. Pretty sure that you and I don't have fans from everybody we promote, too. <laughs> you got to have a certain level of skin, thick skin. Yeah. <laughs> there have been a few people where I've told, don't listen to my podcast. You'll hate it. <laughs> Just straight up. I'm like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh, I heard you have a podcast. Please don't listen. You're not gonna like it. Let me just save you the trouble. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then they're not gonna like it and then they're gonna go dissing on you. (laughs) That's why I did not
0: want you to listen to it, Susan.
2: (laughs) How'd you know? I'm
0: kidding. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Write my name. Oh wow. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what the thing is when you're when you're doing anything that you're trying uh to promote, you really have to believe in yourself, in your people. And trust them, you know, Uh, because Mark and I, you know, he he's a very busy person. I'm a busy person. We don't get a lot of like personal time. He's obviously in another state, so it's like there's a lot of trust there because we just walk in here and flick mics on and go, you know. And and so it's like, you know, you you hope that uh, that day uh, Juan's not too nuts or or uh, (laughs) you know whatever. But I mean, or that you know, we have some weird because you always have these. I know I do still, like because you get on, you're like, man, it's like that's two hours of my bullshit. I don't know if I can pull that off again this week. And then you do it, and you're like, wow, that was almost funny, even. Yeah. So you know, it just, and then what's cool is like, Mark's trying new things, and uh, I think well, I really am excited about this episode because I really want to hear the eventually like the feedback from it. And because I would really like to have more of this too. Oh, yeah. You know, and as, and as, particularly too, is as you grow and more things happen for you, we know I'd like to have you back and to be able to talk about the progression of your music and your career. And then, you know, eventually, you know, it's like everyone works together and you just hope that everybody uh, continues to be, because this podcast primarily is about, like, we always talk about silver linings and the positive things in life. But, you know, it really is true. rings true because a lot of the stuff that we're doing still work. You know, it's like you said, sometimes you sit down and you know you're under some kind of a time constraint. And they're like, it's the same thing as, like, sometimes I'll get on and it's like, be funny. Fuck. <laughs> I don't feel funny right now, motherfucker. But, you know, and then, so it's, it's just the way it happens. It's the same way as you get in there, like, okay, we need you to be creative uh, now. And it, it, sometimes, it yeah, just flip a switch. And people don't realize it. It doesn't always you're not always able to just throw a switch and do that shit that they're counting on you to do. And when you're that piece yeah, of the... Pu- yeah, the yeah. And you're that piece of the puzzle, and it's like you feel that pressure. You know, but uh, it's great because it seems like you you have people that will be patient, you know, that will work with you and, and, and make sure that stuff's done right. So I, I'm excited oh, yes. to, to play that. When did you... Uh, I was going to ask you real quick. Sorry to interrupt you, but... No, you're good. So when are you... Are you, do you have plans for, like, a debut album, an EP? Like, what is, where, where are you headed?
3: Oh, man. Um, I did drop a, I have one EP out. Um, It's called Tape One. It's just a list of sad songs, but, you know, nice songs. Um, But I am wanting to work on some, you know, new projects. Right now, we've really been tackling the singles. And um, they've been working, you know, they've, been reaching close to you know a thousand two thousand now, and that's a big you know for us that's a pretty big deal, you because know, it's something you know people are really listening to it now um we're just trying to figure out when the right time would be to start trying to drop another either e p or no album um e p is probably the way we'll decide to go next because you know it's about four to six songs.
0: Well, then you could also go for really good quality. What you really want to put out there, as opposed to feeling that pressure that I got to put out eleven songs, mm-hmm. you know.
3: And the thing with the album is, like, I feel like it doesn't have to be necessarily like the same exact like stuff, like topic wise, I guess. But you kind of want to set the vibe for the album. You know, yeah. it all has to be kind of the same vibe. Yeah. It's a mixtape, it's mixtape. You know, it's a mixture of things. And um, well, I know that's what
0: Suicide Boys did forever. Suicide mm. Boys has a ton of EPs and a ton of single tracks. One album. Yeah. They only have one album. And that yeah. and that just came out last year. That's it. Mm. And yet they acquired all of that fame from singles, tracks, and EPs. Yeah. And they are like, blowing up. Definitely. They're huge here. Yeah, they're, um, especially
3: in, you know, they're from Louisiana and stuff too. I have a lot of family over there. And so, like, when I figured out they were from, you know. And I was like, hell yeah, that's
0: dope. That's what I meant. Like, you guys are really, you are coming from a really, like, kind of a hotbed, right? People people all over the country. I'm, I mean, I'm in Detroit, and I this, when I'm looking for music, I'm going to your area looking. That's where I go. Like, I'm in line, yeah. because that's where everybody's coming out right now. It's like yeah. Texas, uh, Louisiana, a lot of these southern states, they're like, the south is kicking ass right now. Yeah. You're not hearing shit out of like the West Coast, really. I mean, you are, but it's all the same old shit. You know, no offense to the people from out west, but like, you know, th- there's there's a lot of hunger in the South. Be- yeah. in the they want to be heard, like you said, you want your your people, your town to be put on the map, and so you got a lot a lot of a lot of guys out there and and girls like putting in the work, out these motherfuckers really, and uh, so that's why I'm saying like. The, how they did it with just EPs and singles. So, you know, when you're saying that you're going to go that route, that's probably a really good decision because you can kind of like channel exactly what you want to put out, how you want people to perceive you and your music. And, uh, and then you, like you said, you don't feel the pressures quite as much as to have like all this like conformity inside an album.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. And there, um, there is something really rewarding about doing an album. I've done a couple albums, but you need to have, you need to make sure that you have time to do it. And you need to have like a really good idea of where you're going. Like I'm really glad I did some albums because I've done some E-T- EPs and singles. But it was fun doing an album, especially with other people, <clears throat> because you can all come around this one idea and one goal. And that's really fun. But you have to have that idea and that goal. And then you have to give yourself time. Because I did one album. We did it. Uh, we gave ourselves two weeks to record it. We, we wrote the songs first Over like a few months and then we recorded it in two weeks and we just didn't sleep for like two weeks barely It was mm-hmm. just like in the studio in. almost every day. It was just it, it was fun But it was so exhausting By the time we got to the end it was like It was really struggling to come up with inspiration or creativity and I remember the last song we did, I was just to the point, like it's now one of my favorite songs, but I was just to the point where I was like, I just want this over with. Cause it has just been two weeks. And so then the next album we did, it took like eight months because it was just a little bit at a time, one song at a time. Oh, I like this song. You know what, this isn't gonna work. We'll scratch that one. We'll put another one in, we'll figure something else out. And we just took our time. And like the EP is fun and you can be like, there's two different sides to the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so like if you ever do get a chance to do an album, I totally encourage I you to do that cuz that is super fun and it's it's a whole different experience but don't pull rush yourself. Yeah, don't. you got to definitely that's something you really want to take, wanna your, take your, time. your time.
3: And one thing uh I've talked to Fortune about is uh we want to be able to make an album. You know, you have your albums where they have you know two or three like songs that just stand out. Mhm. Um, we want to make all those songs stand out. You yeah, know? they all have to be hits. Not just like these three were great, and these are like they were—they weren't bad. Like they were good,
0: but, but they feel like filler songs, right? <laughs> yeah. They don't feel like they're at the same level, right? Yeah, you want it to like be annoying. uniform.
2: Exactly. That's yeah. and that's something that's really like that requires a ton of intentional planning and dedication mm-hmm. and patience because that's really really hard to do. Uh, cause like you even look at like great musicians, like I can sit there and tell you like the first thing that comes to my hand is Offspring's Americana album. I think that's album is just one of the greatest albums ever produced from start to finish. Every song in there is just top 10 great song, you know, in, it's just a really well-produced, really well done album. But you look at like outside of that album, what did Offspring do that was great? They have a bunch of other albums. How many do I own? None of them, (laughs) just (laughs) that one. Because that one was like, uh, like everything came together for that one. And there's a few other, you know, artists and groups that I really like that have done that. But typically, it's like they come to that point and they make that one album, and then everything else is just like eclipsed by that one album. And so that's a good thing that you want to do that. Just take your time to do that. And oh,
0: you have some crazy shit like System of a Down comes out with two albums, mesmerized, hypnotize, and just (laughs) blows everything out of the fucking water. Sure. you know because they were a band that it doesn't like what you did with the acoustics there in that track is you're bringing in other influences from other things and that's what makes something the sound different they have a middle eastern and these middle eastern scale too a lot in their music but yeah uh and so it gives it like that different sound that makes the sound of course the focus are just fucking ridiculous but uh yeah so sometimes people just uh, you know they got it too good i don't know fuck them they're really good but uh, <laughs> they're done now though they yeah. are officially broke up forever so uh yeah. you know shit happens system's done yeah they're done but uh i mean come on they're all the shit uh, and, and
2: they're like <laughs> yeah. you know like we were saying before like all of our fa- you're in my like all oh, you're and my favorite musicians of their 50s and 60s
0: <laughs> well i mean like, i listen to a lot of the new guys too like i would be the old yeah. fat guy dancing you know yeah. like at a little pump concert just being a bunch of teenagers like oh my god he's obviously some kind of pedophile what's he doing here it's like, it's like, it's like, he loves kid ass or something what's he doing it's like, that gotta, Seth Rogen stuff. that's right i gotta i gotta i gotta bring a couple kids with me just so i don't get arrested Yeah. come on kids We're about to go hear some good shit let's go no no you're not wearing that shit that's Get that Abercrombie shit off. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Here you can borrow one of, you can buy one of my chains. Turn that fucking hand around. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're so white dude, it's hopeless. There's no way I can take them. Like, <laughs> dude the beat's gonna be off and shit. No, that's not true though. My youngest one Jack, he's a hood of shit. I love that kid. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just figure out him in a tracksuit with a chain on. Like yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Scott Storch. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's a cool kid. But he's got rhythm. The rest of them hopeless. It's like watching uh, Lane from fucking Friends dancing. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah. So I like I, I like a lot of the new stuff. It's just weird because like I can't talk to anyone my age about music because they're like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah. And they're like, "You don't like '80s music." I was like, "Nah, no." Nah, I, I I grew up through that shit. Hated it then.
2: Still hate it. You. You like it as bad as much as you like Aquanet.
0: Yeah, man, Aquanet and eight hair bands, could all fucking die. <laughs> I don't care how many of you guys are out there. I told you I'd piss you off sooner or later. You're a Van Halen fan, like you still play ACDC dc and all that shit. Like keep that shit at your house. Don't bring that shit in my house. I don't, don't want to hear that. They better have a Wait, hook. You don't
3: like AC/DC.
0: Uh, no, I mean, I, here's the thing. I don't want to hear it all day long. Because like, here's the thing. Here's here's why. People know like two or three songs from an artist. Yeah. So, but that's all they know. They don't know any anything else off any of the. So then you got to hear those songs just over and over. If you were gonna be like, hey, I want to play this track. It's off, you know, and it was something that was not so mainstream. Probably give you a little more credit. But I hate when I'm playing music here and some asshole wants to hear some classic track that we've all heard a billion times. They're like, play Freebird. I'm like, I want to shoot you in the face right now. <laughs> if you really want to hear Freebird or Stairway to Heaven one more time, here's some fucking headphones. Go outside. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear that again and again and again. Listen, I mean, even stuff I like, I'll switch it around, you know, depending. Because, yeah. like, music a lot is about mood, right? It's yeah. so like there's there's music that I listen to when I just want to get hype and drive. I used to listen to 6 9 ine but now it's a little embarrassing. I get this guy, it lost the streets grand. So you know, I used to have to roll through eight miles safely throwing some six nine. Matter of fact, the first time I heard six nine, I was on eight mile, and this really really pimped out Cadillac with like the twenty two inch rims and shit rolls up, and his window came down, and I heard it, and I had never I had never heard him before. So of course I gotta know. <laughs> so I went out, I was like, "Hey man, what the fuck are you listen to? That's dope." He's like, "Oh, it's six nine. His dude he weighed like four hundred pounds." Big, 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 big brother, man. Big chain shit. And I was like, that's probably legit. So I put that on. I was like, so by the time the light turned green, I'd already looked that shit up. Was playing it, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's all right, you know. But yeah, so like people in my age don't really identify with me too much. But the thing is, you've got to have some of that stuff, that knowledge, though. I mean, like I'm saying, I'm not saying you throw it away completely, but like you can take yeah. the good, the good implements from some of those things. Like I'm not, I'm not anti-rock. I'm pretty much anti hair band though, pretty much. I'm not, I cannot, listen man, when, they, when it was, the 80s was so fucked up because there was like all this weird androgynous shit. You couldn't tell a girl from a guy. It was just so fucked up and like, I don't know, I don't know. I, I pretty much want to be able to tell the difference. You know, you ever, you, ever, you ever do that fucked up shit where they're like, check out this girl and then you're like, oh, and then they find out then they, get, they smile because it's a dude. Yeah. Right? Because they know it's a dude. Someone tried that shit on me last week, man. Right? <laughs> was it you, Jazz, you asshole? She's like, oh, no, it was her friend. And uh, he shows me this picture of this man woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, if the guy wants to look like a chick, fine. He probably looked better as a chick anyway. But I knew it was a dude still, right, like instantly. And they yeah. thought it was going to fool me. Listen, yeah, I've been real straight for a long time. Uh, you're not fooling me. So I looked and I go, oh, I go, that dude uh, probably looks better as a girl. And they were like, jump back, like, how did you know? So then I had to get all creepy and be like, well, you'll notice that the hips don't actually taper in at the waist. It's going straight. That's not a woman's ass. Listen, I'm an assiologist uh, by trade. Assiologist? <laughs> and uh, uh, my, by my professional <laughs> opinion, that is a man ass. So uh, you're not fooling me. All right. Yeah, you got to know the difference. That's right. I've been in that back position way too many
2: times to be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jess. <laughs> Dude, we we need po- Okay, we need to get podcast business cards, and yours is going to say Juan Smith, Asiologist slash podcaster. Okay, I've, uh, I have,
0: cl- yeah, I've claimed the uh, master's degree in archeology for quite some time. So because at my age, that's all you got is the degree. You don't got any proof. <laughs> no, that's not true. My wife has definitely proof. But uh, uh, what, honey? <laughs> you got a great personality, too. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> oh, <just picked> <laughs> hey, hey, like like Mark told you man I was real as they come I tell you yeah. like I tell him this I close it. to divorce a few times but that ass saved you it saved you <laughs> <laughs> and now we're all happy <laughs> you're
3: gonna hear it after this uh, this live stream is.
0: you would think that but that's probably not what's gonna happen it's probably the opposite <laughs> ah I love the way you talk shit to me. Oh yeah, man, it's uh, It's real, right? You gonna get over that table, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? The tattoo is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking the tattoo. That's fine. It's on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it seems like a little pain. Maybe I'll smack it a little bit for you. <laughs> Oh, sorry, got sidetracked. Brought a tear to my eye. Uh, oh, oh God. But uh anyways <laughs> I really, really appreciate having you on, man. It was a lot of fun. A Lot of oh, fun. Yeah, I
3: appreciate y'all having me. This is uh, this is honestly a big step for, you know, what we're trying to do. You know, with y'all, you know, being the first podcast of you know, been able to do something like this it's it's really cool and i thank y'all
0: for that and i wanted to remind yeah. the listeners too uh one more time another plug for jay on the end here uh we gonna play out that the track without you i really really think you guys need to listen to this song um you won't be disappointed and uh you're gonna be able to say you heard it first here that's
2: all right yeah so uh thank you everybody for joining us uh thank you jay for coming in uh, yeah, well, uh, and everybody, please go on to uh, our show notes in whatever way you listen to our podcast, whether it's through our website or iTunes, wherever it's at. And we will have it in there in the show notes. You can check him out there. Yeah, and uh, also one more thing, if that's cool. No, sure.
3: Um Fortune A, a.k.a. Fofo Pride, he's uh, going to be dropping his first single um, called Tell Me. And um, I'll be featuring on that. And that's going to be dropping on all platforms, Ooh, all platforms, November 8th. I just dropped my phone there, but no worries. And uh, he
0: dropped the phone with so the track. Yeah. It's perfect timing.
3: Yeah, perfect timing. It's that fire. It's heat. You know, can't hold on to it. Long. So you said November eighth. November eighth, all platforms.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll check it out. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll have you pop in and uh, talk talk later about that. See how that's going. Bring him with you. Hey, hey, I'll yeah. fly him down
3: from Nebraska. We'll make it happen.
0: Heck yeah. See, that's another place. I'll oh, see they Can't even get me started, man. Nebraska is another place. People fucking come out of there all the time. It's like, where'd you come from? A fucking cornfield, but you're fucking genius. Oh,
3: yeah, I stayed there for a year. I mean, it's a whole other story, but yeah, I was over there for a year. Wow. Yeah, it was a. The music scene is really different over there, but it's it's popping.
0: I believe it. Like I'm not even gonna throw a popcorn joke in there because that's just, I, yeah, no, but that it that
3: was, is one uh,
0: thing. You got a lot of corn. Just
2: uh, gonna make a no. I was, was gonna
0: make a. Can we please edit my popcorn joke out? Jesus Christ! <laughs> People are gonna be like, not now. Oh, not that you've asked me to now. no you're, well, now I'm leaving it in. Juan's losing it. He smoked too much and fucking. <laughs>
2: Or he said, he said the music scene's different. And I'm like, is, were they playing gut buckets up there? You know, like the big pails with the sticks and the string and they use as a bass. That's the first thing that came to my mind. And, and Juan's like, what is that?
0: Today, a podcaster was found shot in a uh, cornfield.
2: <laughs> shot in a cornfield. In
0: Nebraska. It was definitely a gang related shooting. <laughs> as he was double tapped to the head. <laughs> apparently it was oh some gosh. content about not feeling like they were good enough in their cornfields <laughs> and so they made sure that they made that statement so and the uh
2: yeah that's right <laughs> right i'm glad i'm way over here in the d <laughs> so now i now i'm expecting a lot of a uh A lot of Nebraska to start tuning into this podcast now. (laughs) Definitely checking that out in the analytics. (laughs) I hope so. I hope so. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Please stay tuned for a uh, JFlex's track here without you. Uh, We'll see you all next time. Seahawk Predator out. Bye bye.
0: I'm an archaeologist
1: uh, by trade.